Hello, everyone. Welcome to the NTI Pod Talk. My name is Diane Kaler, and I'm the director of Nutrition Therapy Institute. This pod talk is our opportunity to have fun conversations with interesting people who have interesting things to say about nutrition, food, and health. I talk to NTI instructors, students and grads, to health industry professionals, to farmers, and anyone else who has an interest in nutritional wellness. While many of our listeners come from within the NTI community as students and grads, we also have prospective students who tune in. And to those listeners in particular, I hope you find that the people we talk to inspire you to finally make the jump to pursue your passion and come to school here at NTI. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the NTI Pod Talk. So today I'm very happy to have as a guest on today's show, uh, Liz San Filippo. And I'm probably, you're probably going to tell me that I said that wrong. Um, <laughs> but, anyways, uh, Liz is a graduate of NTI and she also recently. Um, got board certified. And so we're going to talk about that board certification process and uh, kind of why she decided to do that. So Liz, thank you so much for being here. And tell me if I mispronounced your last name. It's San Filippo. You were close. San Filippo. Okay. Yeah. Thanks so much right. for having me. Yeah. All right. Hi. Welcome. Um, so as I mentioned, uh, you're a graduate of NTI. So what, what, prompted you to um, have an interest in nutrition and want to seek out a school to get trained in holistic nutrition? Yeah. So, you know, I think that I'm like most people who sought out the NTI program and that my own health journey really led me to yeah. where I am now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, for a while after I had my second child, I was having a lot of health problems that I never had before, headaches and unexplained vertigo. Um, you know, numbness and tingling in my extremities, just and chronic pain. And it really came out of nowhere. Um, I was seeing specialist after spe specialists and having a host of tests done, which of course was yielding no answers. You know, the great news was there's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> right. But right. the bad news was there's nothing wrong with me. And I just, mm -hmm. I really wanted an answer. Mm -hmm. Um and I eventually found my way to an integrative medical doctor, which there is not a whole large community um, of integrative or holistic practitioners where I'm at. I live in New Jersey, just outside of Philadelphia. So um, it took me months and months to get into somebody, but they really put me on the path to this alternative way of thinking about my health. And, um, you know, they did different kinds of testing. They did nutrient testing on me that showed that I had a lot of deficiencies. So we started working on that. Um, and you know, it improved me, but I still wasn't feeling great, but it did spark my curiosity that there was maybe something else going on that I hadn't really looked into. So of course the Google, <laughs> um, you know, and I started reading about an elimination diet, which, you know, in hindsight, I know is really not like a magical cure, but I did 
you know, do my own elimination diet. And that really got the ball rolling in me feeling so much better and making that connection between, you know, what I was eating and how I was living and how that affected my physical health. So I became so fascinated by just food and nutrients and how that was making me feel. And there was such an immediate connection between food and what I was eating. So I was very easily able to connect the dot that if I ate this, I would feel this. So, um, and people really started noticing a difference in my health and my mental health too. I was happier. I felt healthier. I was like engaging in physical activity, which I could never do before. And they started asking me, you know, what did you do? What can I do? And that's mm -hmm. when I really started to be like, wait a minute, you know, <laughs> I love this. I'm spending all of my time looking up information, you know, on the internet, I really would love to help people. So, you know, that's when I realized like, maybe I can help others in the same situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, as you pointed out, this is a very typical story. Um, of course, everybody has their own unique uh, mm -hmm. little intricacies in their story, but it is very typical that people have their own health challenges um, that uh, gets them on the path to doing research. And then others in their life start noticing changes. I mean, you know, we, we personally notice changes in our own health, but when others start noticing it, mm -hmm. um, that's a really good indication that something is shifting. Right. Um, and then when people start asking you, you know, can you help me? Then suddenly it start starts opening up the, these thoughts that, well, I, I could actually, you know, turn this into a career. Like I could do this, you know, for, for work. Um, and, and, and it, as you said, it already was your life's work. And so why not, you know, do more and expand and actually, um, you know, go to school, get a certification to be able to do it as a business. So the other thing I also wanted to mention and point out in your from your introduction is that you mentioned you were able to notice how food affected you mm -hmm. and be able to identify, oh, when I eat this, I don't feel good or I feel this or I feel that. That is so critically important. And that is kind of one of the most important skills that we need to be able to train our clients to do, right? Because when they can actually identify how their food actually makes them feel by, you know, uh, tra tracking, you know, whatever kind of symptoms or, or, or whatever signs their body is giving them, that's really helpful for them uh, to understand how to actually implement and uh, continue to implement the recommendations that you're giving. It is. I always tell my clients, like your body is speaking to you and I'm here to teach you how to listen to it. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Good. All right. So, um, you know, once you decided that you wanted to go to school, uh, there are other schools out there. So what made you decide to come to, to NTI? How did you find us? And what made you decide to come here? 
Yeah. So I knew that now I was taking this step and I wanted to find an education, um, but my background is in finance and marketing, completely unrelated, right. To anything science or nutrition or anything like that. So, I mean, I knew when I looked for a program, I wanted something really comprehensive that was going to give me some foundations that I didn't have. Um, and I wasn't really in a rush. I wanted to take my time. I had this newfound you know, opportunity. Both of my kids were in school at that point. It was the first year that I, both of my kids in school full-time. So, you know, I had a really deep desire to get into a deeper education than just like a quick six month program. So, um, I loved that NTI gave me some foundational classes like anatomy and physiology and biochemistry, you know, that wasn't offered in some other programs. I also liked that at the time the internship was part of the program. Um, so I was going to be able to coordinate an internship and that I was going to be doing a research paper. So it was set up more like a traditional master's program rather than like a quick six month certification. So that's really overall what made me choose NTI over some other programs is, you know, I didn't want to rush my education. I really wanted to understand what was happening, like why I was feeling this so that I could educate others on the why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and just for those listening, uh, just so you know, um, we now have the internship as uh, an elective um, part of our program. It is it is not a required part. So just for those who are wondering what she was referring to when she said mm -hmm. uh, it was included. Yeah. Um, all right. So, and, and when did you graduate? Can you? So I got my certification in 2018. And okay. again, like the old model, I then the certification was one part of it. And then I went back and I took the second part of it, which was the nutritional therapy master part. And I finished that in 2019. So I was able to start practicing right after I got the certification and I started seeing clients, but I was also simultaneously doing the nutritional therapy master program. Mm -hmm. Okay. And once again, I'm going to clarify that um, we did uh, go through a program change in 2019, and now we only have one program. All of our courses are streamlined into one single program. Um, which is the nutrition therapy master. So yeah, um, I think I was the last, Yeah, I was like the last person. I literally think I was the <laughs> last person to finish the program like that. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah very much. Um, all right, good. So, um, you know, I want to talk about what you've been doing since you graduated, and then I want to mm -hmm. get into the board certification. But um, uh, something that I always like to kind of, hear from graduates is, um, you know, the, the, the program is, is, uh, comprehensive. We go through a mm -hmm. lot of stuff, a lot of science, a lot of stuff. Um, but is there some, uh, some thing, some skill, some like, uh, base of knowledge that you took away from the program that you still continue to use on a regular basis? And, um, you know, that, that you just, every time you talk about it or use that knowledge mm -hmm. or that skill set, you always think, oh yeah, I remember doing that in school. Is there something like that, that kind of retains that, um, enduring value in your mm. work today? It's hard. It really is hard to like pick yeah. 
you know, one thing. Right. Um, sure. I mean, yeah. I focus a lot on digestion and, you know, uh, mind body and how that affects your digestion and your immune system. But I really have to say like all of it I yeah. use because, yeah. um, I got such an in-depth education that I'm able to explain it to my mm-hmm. client. Mm-hmm. So I just really feel like because it was so comprehensive and I understood it so deeply, mm-hmm. I was able to explain it and educate people in a simpler way, you know, because when you understand something on a really deep level, you're able to communicate that in a way that others can understand it at their level. So yeah. um, the depth of, of the program helped me to just carry forward what's important to the person that's in front of me very easily and very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's so important to recognize that in order to be able to explain something simply to a client, a lay person, you actually need to have a pretty in-depth technical understanding of that subject mm-hmm. that then you have to simplify, but you can't speak to something um, you know, well, in a simplified way, unless you have that deeper level of understanding. So, um, you know, that, that you recognize that and continue to use that skill, um, I I think is, is really beneficial. Um, all right. So you graduated, uh, you know, several years ago, uh, what have you been doing since you graduated and kind of what's been the trajectory, uh, since then? So, like I said, I finished the program in 2018, the certification. So I was able to start seeing clients right away um, mm-hmm. while I was doing the the master part of the program. Mm-hmm. And so at first I was really all working all word of mouth, you know, just friends of friends were recommending me. Um, I have like a large medical community around me. My husband's a physician. So I had connections through that. So, you know, any, any practitioner that was looking for you know, something alternative for their patient, they sent to me, but I only worked word of mouth because I was going to people's homes. I didn't have an office. I was just like, all right. I was like this traveling holistic nutrition professional. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and I always had dreamed of opening up my own office locally here where I am at. So I saw everybody, I saw all types of, all types of clients, you know, and in hindsight, I'm really glad that I did that. You know, I know they say like marketing wise, you should niche down, you have to like specialize in one thing. I just wasn't ready to pick one thing yet. So I saw all kinds of clients, but most of them had digestive issues and they had chronic pain. So that really was like a, you know, a theme overall. And then in March, once I finished the program, I went through my internship and all that in March of 2020, I signed a lease mm-hmm. to open an office. Oh, <laughs> I signed my lease on March 1st. Oh. I got everything ready. Yeah. I saw one client mm-hmm. and I had to close two days mm-hmm. later because mm-hmm. I live in New Jersey and it was very, everything closed here, all medical offices, everything. It was, you know. We were all under quarantine mm-hmm. um, and I, my business was not prepared for that. You know, I was making connections with PTs and local GI doctors and things like that. And I had scheduled talks to meet with these people. And I was really like finding my way. There's not a lot of holistic practitioners here. So I was paving my own way of this, you know, clinical in-person practice because I really value in-person connections, but 
I had to change all that. And not only could I not practice, but like personally, I really had to reprioritize that my family was now home. My kids were home. Their school did not open back up at all that year. And then the entire next year, they only went back two half days a week. So now I had my children at home again. So all this time that I once had for me, I, I had to reprioritize again. So I really took that time to invest in my business and moving it to a more virtual practice. So I learned how to create my website. I set up practice better, which I don't know how I wasn't using that before. I was, all my forms were on paper. And so that was like, you know, Mm life-changing. So, and then I slowly opened back up to a more virtual model and I straddled like in-person and virtual for a while. And then I closed my office at the end of 2021 and I was just all virtual. But what really happened over the pandemic was that um, I started to attract a different type of client and it started to become more women and it started to become that they all had something in common and that was either a past trauma and prolonged stress. So the focus of my practice became less about just trying to teach somebody how to can make that connection with food and their physical symptoms and how, you know, educating them on anti-inflammatory diets and all that to that mind-body connection and how does stress or past trauma show up as, you know, physical, um, a physical condition or physical symptoms, right? And just mm-hmm. really focusing on your digestive system and your immune system and that entire connection. So, mm-hmm. you know, that really like shifted my practice um, to focus more on stress management as one of the key things that I was teaching people. Um, so now I work solely with women uh, with past trauma or prolonged stress um, to create like a really supportive wellness routine. And, you know, we talk about food, but we also talk about physical activity. We talk about stress management, you know, anything that supports their mental health and their physical health, um, anything that gives them like the headspace and the relief in order to find more peace and more joy in their life. So that's where I'm at now. So I work all virtually, all with women um, in a one-on-one setting. Mm, That's that's great. Um, and you know, of course the pandemic, um, probably increased people's stress levels, you know, it did. Yeah. Greatly. Um, so, uh, I can see how your clientele probably grew during that time period. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So at some point in time, you decided to become board certified and the, Mm -hmm. the, the, the whole name for this is board certified in holistic nutrition. And this is done by taking the uh, board exam through the National Association of Nutrition Professionals, the NANP. So can you talk about what made you want to become board certified and kind of what was the process and what was your experience going through that? Yeah. So I always knew I wanted to get that board certification because if I was going to be doing this, I wanted to do it at the highest level that I possibly could. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I live in New Jersey and it is a, um, you know, title protected state. They are mm-hmm. every year they're trying to pass a law that says that I wouldn't be able to get talk about food basically at all with anybody unless I received a license or, you know, And you can only get the license if you're a registered dietitian, which is, that's Mm -hmm. not the path that I ever really want to go down. So, um, 
I just felt like if I had that, you know, behind my name, at least it gave me more credibility and a little bit more protection if I needed to fight that down the road. Mm -hmm. So, um, that is why, you know, and I also like partnering with healthcare professionals. Mm -hmm. And so it gave me the credibility there. So there was, you know, a lot of reasons they were both personal and professional why, why I would want to do that. Um, it took me a while to get the hours that I needed just because of my personal situation and the shift in my practice. And so, you know, I needed 500 hours, but it took me, you know, almost five years to get those 500 hours, but I, I just kept at it. And last year I finally got to my 500 hours. And so I decided 2022 was going to be the year that I was Mm -hmm. going to pass the board exam. Um, Mm -hmm. And I started studying like while we were doing a major home renovation, which I zero out of 10 recommend doing that because (laughs) they really, yeah, I did, I pushed the exam back once because I said there's, you know, I need a little more time. Um, But I took the advice of previous um, NTI graduates who took the exam, who all said that use your notes from the classes. Mm -hmm. And so I just used the guide that was given to me by the NANP. And Mm -hmm. I used, um, my, all my class notes. I had all the presentations printed out and my notes, and I just started from the beginning. Um, and what I found was, you know, when you're going back through it and you realize, well, I mean, it's a lot of binders that I had to go through, but Mm -hmm. they all, it all built on each other. It was like, I started with this foundational level of education, but then every single course built on what I already knew. So as I went through the material, it was just really constant repetition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and you're speaking to what we call this, our spiral curriculum where we, we intentionally introduce a, a, a concept, a topic, and then later on, we kind of review and then we build and then we mm-hmm. review and then we build. Um, and, and that's intentional because that repetition and then adding of new, more in-depth information as you progress through the coursework um, just really ingrains it so that you don't have to actually memorize anything. You just learn it. And it's there, you know, with, with easy access Mm -hmm. um, in your brain. And, and it's not because you're memorizing something. It's because you truly get it at, at, at a very, um, uh, you know, accumulation of knowledge at that level. So, um, so that's intentional and, and you, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously recognize that without being able to name it. So great. Yeah, (laughs) I did it. It was really helpful. (laughs) Good. So, um, did you join a study group or did you do? I didn't. So I, like I said, so I used the, I used the information that they gave, which they list out all the topics that are going to be on the test and they give you a practice test. Mm -hmm. I did find an online like review course, um, which really, That was great, but the best thing about that is it offered maybe like three or four uh, practice tests. Mm -hmm. So I was able to take more practice tests. And then the NAMP gives a list of books. I had to prioritize them. I mean, it was like, you know, I don't know how many books it was. Some I think we had already read at NTI and others we didn't. Um, There were two that were really helpful. And it was was the um, Encyclopedia of Natural Medicine. Mm -hmm. 
and the Encyclopedia of Natural Foods. Mm -hmm. Those two I found really great as supplemental to just my notes. So I would just go through the exams and any question I got wrong, I wrote down what the topic was, including the wrong, like the right and the wrong answers, because I clearly didn't know any, you know, any of those topics mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. And that's what I would study. So I, I went through like all the course notes. Um, and then I just started taking practice tests until I felt like, you know, I had a pretty good grasp of the things that I wasn't sure of. Mm -hmm. And that's how I went into the test. You know, um, I really, you have to have an end date for it. It's like, you have to just decide to take it and, and have that date in front of you. Um, because you can just keep reviewing it forever and ever, but I really had to trust in my education and reviewed the education. And like you said, like, I really understood it a lot. Most of it was instinctual. It was just mm -hmm. things yes. that I just understand and know some of it wasn't, um, some of it, you know, were, you know, these, you know, random, I don't know, like herbs that I really didn't know a whole lot about, but, yeah. mm -hmm. um, you know, I had a pretty good understanding. So it ended up going well. I felt confident going into it. I felt confident going out, coming out of it too. So mm -hmm. yeah. Great. Good. Mm -hmm. Um, so you said that you were able to over a five-year period, um, get those 500 contact hours. Mm -hmm. Was that all like working with clients one-on-one -on -one in your own practice? I mean, that's, that's, that's a pretty big yeah. thing. Yeah, that's, it was a lot. No. So yeah. it was, it's a blend, it was a blend of everything. Mm -hmm. Um, my internship gave me those mm -hmm. 50 hours. Yep. So if that's optional, I highly recommend everybody doing that. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, you know, that. it's a big chunk there. And then every time I met with a client like that, you know, so if a client was with me for, you know, months, every time we met, that would be an hour of mm -hmm. contact hours. Mm -hmm. Um, but then anything that I prepared for them. So any type of handout that I prepared for them, that counted, um, mm -hmm. any type of like handout in terms of just a, you know, a condition or a symptom that they were, you know, just any information that I prepared for them. Mm -hmm. I had, uh, created a few presentations, um, especially during the pandemic. I did a few talks to just different, you know, um, communities, and so that counted. I also created um, an online course for my clients that just gave just like the general, you know, basics of gut health and how the digestive system is uh, related to your immune system and mind body nutrition. So I created that course for my clients. So all the hours that it took to create the course that counted. So that's uh, between those things, that's really how I, I came to the 500 hours, but I think like half needs to be contact hours mm -hmm. and then half can be these other things like presentations and things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and you know, you bring up a good point about the internship and that is why we continue to, uh, you know, offer that opportunity to do it mm -hmm. is because those 50 hours count towards your, um, contact hours for the board exam. Uh, where did you end up doing your internship? You don't have to name it, but like, yeah, no, I, in... so I did it at, um, a, a doctor right in my town who transitioned his practice. He was just a regular medical doctor. Um, and then he transitioned to a de direct pay model because he was wanting to practice preventative medicine. And so I found him just in a Google search. I, you know, had a list of like, 
five places where I would just reach out to people. He was the only one that got back to me and he brought me in for an interview. He really, he really grilled me in that interview. He was really wanting to make sure that I was, you know, I was open-minded in, in, and really truly practicing in a holistic way and not pushing one thing or another. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and then I was able to shadow him and work with some of his patients on his recommendations and implementing those recommendations. So that's how I that's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now yeah. he's my doctor and I love him. So it, yeah. it worked out. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I mean, you know, that's, that is an ideal yeah. internship I got opportunity. Lucky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely. did. I got really lucky. I mean, it was like wild to see him working with, you know, people with high blood pressure and things like that. And I could see their blood work you know, yeah. like the before and after. So, yeah. Yeah. um, and I could see how much care he put into his patients and how much they adored him. And, and really like now that I'm working in this way of, you know, working with women with this trauma and high stress. And I see that many times people were just coming in because they wanted to talk to him and they felt cared for, and that made them feel better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, there was some, oh yeah. The other thing I wanted to mention is that, uh, you know, I, I hope for the listeners that that is, um, you know, a, 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 a substantiation that, that you were able to work with a medical doctor and he grilled you on your sort of your actual understanding of holistic Mm -hmm. nutrition, yeah. um, and that he accepted you as an intern, um, just really speaks to the fact that what you learned here at NTI did prepare you to work in that level at that level of, um, uh, you know, work with medical doctor, uh, mm -hmm. relationships with their patients. So, yeah, I think that they're looking for something different. I think it's mm -hmm. a myth that doctors don't care. Mm -hmm. You know, they're pigeonholed oh, I totally into agree this. Yeah. I think they want more. They, they went into being to medicine, wanting to change lives and wanting to help their patients. And mm -hmm. they just don't have the time. They don't yep. have the resources. Like they're looking yep. to bridge that gap between what they do and their patient's success. You know, mm -hmm. none of them want their patients walking away, not feeling better. So right. I think there's a really big void that we can fill in that mm -hmm. community. Yeah. And I always, you know, uh, I, I don't meet with medical practitioners on a regular basis, but when I do, I always advocate that, you know, if you're interested in expanding the, the types of information um, that you provide to your clients that includes food and nutrition, you know, you need to have a, 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 a well-trained holistic nutrition professional mm -hmm. in your office, you know, either as a, a staff person or on a contract basis or whatever. Um, so I'm always advocating that, you know, come, look, come to NTI to post job openings, you know, if you're a medical practitioner, because our students and mm -hmm. graduates are really well prepared to kind of seamlessly fit into that work environment. Yeah. And then, you know, for me practicing in New Jersey, it's a great way for me to practice within my scope Yep. and to, you know, be responsible, practice responsibly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, um, so talk a little bit more about that. How, how, 
have you noticed that your board certification um, enables you to, to practice in New Jersey, which is a more restrictive state? Um, it's so it really doesn't enable me to do more than I could do before. Mm -hmm. Um, for me, it just is giving me confidence to practice safely. Mm -hmm. Um, it's giving me something to put behind my name and to hold me accountable. Mm -hmm. Um, if they do try to take away my practice, um, you know, which nobody's coming after me personally, but we do want to practice responsibly. I just think it holds me accountable for practicing in a really responsible way. Yeah. 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 In your scope of practice. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the BCHN, uh, title is trademarked. And so that gives you some protection as well. Yeah. They cannot take that away from me. So, you know, Yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, um, so, uh, what's the name of your practice? Um, um I practice under find- my name, Liz Sanfilippo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I practice one-on-one with women. Like I said, I have a program that I work with them. I have different lengths of program, mm-hmm. um, to work with them. It's all women who are coming from all different types of backgrounds, but everybody is struggling, um, they're just in a state of survival and I'm trying to help them thrive again Mm -hmm. in the Mm -hmm. world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what's your contact info for your business? Um, it's my website, lizsanfilippo.com. Okay. And I think like the correct spelling and all that would be in your show notes and in a link. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And on there, you can contact me directly. You there's an application to work one-on-one with me. I also have a link in there for any practitioners who are looking to connect with me. I send out a monthly newsletter that is specific just for practitioners. Um, and each month I'm just telling them something different about how holistic nutrition and health and wellness coaching might be able to help, you know, their patients or their clients. Mm -hmm. Great. Great. Um, do you have plans for different areas that you'd like to expand in or anything like that? Yeah, I do. So, um, right now I'm filling in like some of the gaps in my education with a, program that's specific to women's health coaching, because I just want to learn how to empower women more. Um, and I wanted to get a little bit, dive a little bit deeper into like hormones and things like that, because that goes hand in hand with stress, um, you know, and your adrenals and all that. So I'm, I'm trying to just fill that gap gap in my education. Uh, but I do have plans to have somewhat, maybe a day or two of a clinical health and wellness coaching um, clinic locally here in therapist's office. So, you know, that's one thing that I kind of have, that's, you know, Mm -hmm. my visions. Another vision that I've always had is to have a podcast. Um, I'm terrible Mm -hmm. at social media. So if you look for me there, you're not going to find a whole lot, but I love connecting with people. (laughs) So like, I love this type of thing. I like interviews. So, you know, a podcast where I'm just interviewing different women on how they went from, you know, just surviving to thriving, but using food or exercise or stress Mm -hmm. management, just all their different experiences and how they, how they did that and how they are putting their skills to use like in the real world. So that's something that I've always dreamed of. So I do have more visions after this, you know, right now I'm just working one-on-one and, and working towards these new goals. Well, it's awesome. I mean, every little bit counts. Um, and as you say, I think empowering women, um, is, is something that is needed 
mm-hmm. not not to dismiss the needs of men in our practices, but um, I think you know we we all kind of have an understanding of how women um, tend to uh, take less time to take care of themselves because they're taking Mm -hmm. care of their families and all those other kinds of things. So I think empowering women and hearing women's stories to hear how much alike we are Mm -hmm. and differences that we have, um, is, is definitely empowering. So I think your pod podcast idea is, is great. So, All right. Well, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a real pleasure to chat with you. I'm so happy that, you know, you found uh, what you needed here at NTI and it has um, prepared you to do some really amazing things in the world. So thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was so great to finally meet you after all these years, right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Face to face. Yep. Yeah. You you, you hear names, but um, uh, even though it's on screen, it's still as face-to-face as we can get. Exactly. So, Thanks. Yeah. Hi there. And thanks for listening today. If what you heard today inspires you to want to pursue an education in holistic nutrition here at Nutrition Therapy Institute, please check us out on our website, nti-school.com, and reach out to us at admissions at nti-school.com. Our in-depth Comprehensive education is sure to provide you with the knowledge and skills you need to create the work of your dreams. Do something that feeds your passion, aligns with your values, and fuels your drive for a vital and meaningful life. It will be rewarding for yourself, your family, and anyone else with whom you interact. And with that, see you on the next episode.